Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Heard around the world on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's Cannabis Talk 101, the world's number one source for everything cannabis, with Blue and Joe Grande. Hello and welcome to Cannabis Talk 101, the world's number one source for everything cannabis. My name is Blue, alongside of me is the world famous Joe Grande. Thank you, Mr. Christopher Wright, and thank you all for listening to our wonderful podcast, Cannabis Talk 101. All around the world, check out our website, CannabisTalk101.com, as we are the world's number one source for everything cannabis, with so many great articles and blogs and information on there, so check that out, and feel free to give us a call anytime, 1-800-420-1980, and check out the IG pages at CannabisTalk101, Blue is at the number one, Christopher Wright, and I am at JoeGrande52, and I hope you guys are ready for the biggest concert of the year, folks, because it's the Burning Trees Festival, August 27th, in Adelanto, California, performing live on stage, it's the boss man himself, Rick Ross, Ludacris, Buster Rhymes, Big Draco, Soldier Boy, Too Short, Havoc from the infamous Mob Deep, X to the Z Exhibit, and Corrupt Young Gotti, yes. all live on stage August 27th at the Adelanto Plaza and Event Center. Make sure you go to canexus.com. That's C-A-N-N-E-X-S.com for your tickets. It's going to be a great, great event. And plus, you guys, at the Adelanto Plaza, we got the World Series of Cannabis presented by Canexus, iHeartRadio's Cannabis Talk 101, Game Day, Green Day Holdings Group, Dues, The Blacklist, and Weed Map. So can't wait to see you guys out there because we're going to be out there and my guy our guest right now he better be out there with us too i'll be there i mean it's gonna be hot and so (laughs) i'll be there our guest today folks can't lose entertainment is what it goes by mr ant lewis anthony lewis from east side of san ho the beta la to around the world to a world trader to making money buying houses doing all kinds of great things to finding talent and making talent go worldwide. And what do I mean by that? His nephew, Tyga, the hip-hop superstar, who he helped mold in a part of forming from performing at events that we were at together. So this is the man that we're talking to. It's great to have you on the show set with us as we go back to, I would say, eighth grade. 
yeah, potentially. Four flats in a Cadillac. I mean, four you know, what I mean? we got stories of eighth grade history of Anthony Lewis and Joseph Lopez yeah. on the east side of San Jose is where we first go back to. So that's yeah. what's funny, folks, is you're listening, going, this is a deep history of knowing this gentleman. And then we went from knowing each other there to him booking me to come and host his events when I worked at Power 106 to him doing Can't Lose Entertainment boxing events at the world-famous event in uh, Hollywood Hollywood Park Park Casino that he's hosting big events with world-famous boxers. uh, James Tony. Yeah, James Tony. He was on my first fights. Nice. Crystal Park Casino. Ah, yes. So, you know, and and the sugar, everybody you could imagine, he's in the rings with, and from the biggest promoters to the Vegas events and this and that. So, you know, not only does the, has he done the Tiger thing, but he's done the entertainment and the boxing ring at the highest levels. You know what I mean? With the Oscar De La Hoya's, the Bill, all the big names, Aunt Lewis Productions, Can't Lose, has been there and in the realm and the ranks of those guys. So, Anthony, how do you get into that, though? I, I, I never even heard that story. How does the boxing even get to there before we get into something else? Um, well, you know, I started with my dad. Was my he dad, a boxer? No, nah, well, he was in entertainment. It's all entertainment. Yeah, true. It's all. It's, it's, it's nothing different. It's all entertainment. Yeah, he was. Um, he had a, his own production company back in uh, the late '80s. He worked with Stevie B. Remember? Oh, do yeah. I remember Stevie? So maybe me and your dad must have slapped hands because Stevie Probably B. He had a studio. The- he had a studio. I think on St- Story Road. Story and what? Story Road it was a story. A white, story and white around there, yeah, really? Right on the street. That's yeah. My neighborhood, right yeah, there. Yeah, so a, weird. He had a studio there, and you know, he did. Uh, he did a lot of videos. He did a lot of videos. I know he worked with Stevie B. Um, Do you remember uh, Stevie B? Blue? Of course. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Come, on, yeah. come back yeah, come on. to me. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like yeah. fairgrounds. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh. He, he promoted- Stevie B went all over, not just San Jose. He was all over yeah, the world. Yeah. Was Stevie that, B was- that, that was called high energy music, folks, high at the time. Energy, yeah, big. So your dad was yeah. in the high energy yeah, scene, and then Hammer also, was in the same era. Yeah. Did he, he work also, with Stanley too? I believe he did. Do uh, let's get a, one of the videos. I, I know he worked with him. He also worked That's with Ralph Ralph, Ralph Trasman. Oh no way. Yeah. And he used to be one of the promoters for Juneteenth. Oh. He booked Rodney O, Joe Cooley, Egyptian Lover. Man, he Egyptian with, Lover. Yeah. In the place to, oh, I love Egyptian that. He worked lover. with uh, Debbie Deb. Of we, course. Uh, Look yeah. out, weekends, because yeah. here I come, yeah. because weekends yeah. were made for fun. Hey, oh, man, so I remixed that. Did you? Yeah. We got to remix it for oh, sure. That, for I did that up Look for out, sure. Rocket, because here <laughs> I come. <laughs> here comes the seed for your yeah. fun, whatever. So that's really where it started. And then, you know, uh, I played football at San Jose State. Um, then, you know, so we was already an entertainment type family. Um, then when I was in, in L.A., I was boxing. Uh, I turned professional. I was at camp with James Tony. I was trained with Freddie Roach. Um, so you went pro? Yeah, a little bit. I was getting my butt kicked a lot. Uh, Ass kicked, really. Yeah. How was it? it feel, feel well, you know, it's a, bad, it's, a, it's a bad feeling when you know you're going to get up in the morning and get your ass kicked. Yeah. How come we never sparred back in the days and worked out? I was with actually each other? sparring there. I was in Pal Boxing, but I was also Were you? I, yeah. At that did you, and you used to go to my fights? You was my homeboy, man. I wasn't going to spar exactly. with you. Exactly. You were knocking people out, the, man. I don't uh-huh. know. But then we were, were we in the Amato gym together then? Because I know uh, I was yeah. training there for my fights. I remember fights. you was coming with them gym. You was big as shit. I remember that. <laughs> I was, you I were in that back day. He was yeah, a lightweight yeah, fighter. Yeah, I was yeah, a heavyweight fighter. So yeah, we, yeah. roles were reversed. I was his size. I'm big So, like, at the gym, he was me, and he was probably smaller than me right now because I'm at 210 today. I was 210. I was 210. Exactly. So I was your size. I was, yeah. was my size. So I wasn't, I wasn't fucking with Big Joe was knocking people out. People don't know that about Big Joe. Yeah. Well, he tells us. He tells us the story. <laughs> yeah, he th- I think he still thinks he's got it in him. Yeah. I do, but it's so false. Like, especially when I look at the bill, I go, who's that big guy? Is that not? That's not me? Oh, who's the big guy? Oh, that's he, he, might be quicker. he might be quicker now. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I still think I can. So, Anthony, you're over there. You're fighting. That's just funny that we didn't spar back in the days, but, right. you know, to train, because I like to train with all the bigger guys. But yeah. then again, you were 210, so that's why we didn't train. I was quick, sense. though. I would have been moving exactly. around. Exactly. A lot of quick guys used to get me. 
so you're training out here in L.A. as well with Freddie Roach and them. Yeah. You're, you're getting hungry. beat up, and then what happens? So, so you know, um, then I, I was like, you know, I'm never going to be a world champ. I was also sparring like Layman Brewster. He was a world champ as well. Um, I was in his camp as well. But I got to the point where I knew I wasn't going to be a world champion. And I, I always had that business uh, entrepreneurship spirit, you know. So I would say, well, what could I do to still be part of boxing? So, you know, I saved a lot of money up from sparring. I was also in the real estate. Uh, I was also, you know, the cell phones, when they were turning digital, I was working with WorldCom. So I, I put my money together, and I just started promoting shows. Nice. I went to uh, the first show I ever did was with James Tony. Uh, the story about James, James Tony. James lights out Tony. The thing about him was he was, people thought he was done with his career. He was uh, actually going to heavyweight. Uh, he was actually a cruiserweight at that time, but people had written him off. So I went to the IBF convention. I politicked for James. I brought James Tony there. Oh, wow. And I said, he's back in the... He's back <laughs> Thanks, in the- Anthony. <laughs> That's true. That's James Tony. I'm going to bring him to the show. Oh, I, no, I think I might even have his phone number on my phone. I, I got I, his phone number. I know. Call him and tell him I said, what's up? That's the old <laughs> homie right there. I, yeah. Did I describe him well? Yeah. Hey, Joe. Nah. Hey, Joe. <laughs> I'll bring him to the show now. But... Uh, um, so um, I started politicking and bringing them back. So what happened was they got them ranked in the top 10 again. Uh, but I had a fight. I did a promoted fight at Crystal Park Casino. All right. And I brought I had James 25 on the show. So then HBO called me the next day. It was like, can he uh, be down at 210, uh, 205 to 210 for a Cruiserweight Championship against uh, Vasali Juro? Uh, You're like, hell yeah. In the month. I'm like, I'm like fuck yeah. Exactly, right? <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker, yeah, he will. Yeah. So that's kind of... Uh, Did you get him down to that, that weight? He got down and he won the, champ- uh, he won the championship. Oh, wow. Uh, uh, you know, I knew uh, Avalo. Avalo was uh, Jurov's uh, manager at the time. So I wouldn't talk about And that Avalo. was under your realm with him, huh? You took him there. Yeah, well, to- I helped. I well, exa- what's exactly? It was me. If it hadn't been for me, he wouldn't have... Just put it that way. So then I did some... Sh- I worked with Sugar Ray Leonard in, in SRL Boxing. Man, shout out to We did a show at show, uh, the Playboy Mansion. Right. Did a show at um, in uh, Oklahoma. What What was your passion behind that? Just the family it was in the roots. It was It was part of your it family. Was just, it, not, well, not for bo- well, my grandfather loved boxing, but uh, it was just I was just a business guy. And yeah. I loved boxing, so I said, "Well, how can I keep myself in boxing but sure. still be in entertainment?" Yeah. Because that's that was. And you would do uh, it so well because I remember going there and you're suited and booted from head <laughs> to toe. He just looks like the biggest yeah. boss pimp. Like you know, what I mean, he's full on in a three piece. Yeah. yeah, he's just doing it Big Willie style. That's so funny. And to think of these events that we were doing, which I heard the story this morning, ironically, he tells me, Tyga used to be there, young, young nephew running around us all, and hey, let him perform, let him rap, let him do whatever. And that's so funny that you, that's how you introduce your nephew to the entertainment yeah, game. You know, but honestly, his talents would have got him to Of course, his God-given yeah, gift. Sure. But it's always good to have folks around to lift yeah. motherfucker up and be like, yeah. yo, I got a plug here. Let's, I mean, from yeah. there, he meets me and Big Boy at Power yeah. 106 at the yeah, time. Yeah, that was the first, yeah. And now Big Boy's at the house with him chilling, reading up these stories. <laughs> I wonder if he, I, I'm sure they've, they've talked about it, right? I mean, they had to have caught, you know what I mean? Like, well, Big Boy said he raised him. Tell the story. <laughs> yeah, oh, did he? Yeah. yeah he said you raised him. Tell yeah. everybody listening to the story. How big and now how they recap that whole event? That, that's so funny. You went to they had the house. Oh yeah, at the house for uh, for the birthday. It was uh, my nephew's birth. Uh, the youngest uh, nephew was birthday, and a big boy was there with his family. Yeah. And uh, I would say, yeah, you, remember, you know, we was talking about it, and he was like, yeah, man, I raised him. Yeah, he's like raised him well. Yeah, but he's taking all the Big's got the real credit, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I remember meeting him when he was a little but, kid, seven years old. Yeah, but you know, uh, you know, I, I don't. His, I feel, I really feel strongly that his talent really was what. Yeah, of course, of course. I think it always it, is. When it's your destiny to do something, yeah. And he was groomed as a kid, and he just had it. Like yeah. he was smart. He's a very intelligent. He studied. 
the, yeah. the, the, the history. Yeah. And um, he Re was a go-getter. That was a thing that separated him from a lot of other people. That he, even the people in in, in, uh, in the group in uh, Young Bunny, he worked harder than most of them guys. Yeah. I'm not gonna talk about Drake or, or Nicki because they're already their brand. But the other, he worked harder. He, yeah. He was out there. They didn't. It's not like they were gonna give you money and, and have everything set for you. Cash, yeah. uh, young money. Yeah. He had to go get it by traveling and and uh, doing his concerts and things. He he, he put that. Together. And you know what, Ant? I want to hear that story. It's Can't Lose Entertainment, Mr. Anthony Lewis. It's Cannabis Talk 101. Talk about that grind that you watched him do because everybody thinks you just become a rapper. Now oh. you sell music everywhere, dog. Oh. What do you mean? Talking to that? He didn't work hard. No. He Don't didn't work hard. Let's hear that like story when that. we come back. It's Cannabis Talk 101. Keep it locked. We'll be right back with Cannabis Talk 101. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Welcome back to Cannabis Talk 101. You guys, if you're looking to grow cannabis plants and you want to really do it right, well, you're going to start with the first things first, and it's a seed. And for a trusted cannabis seed at a fair price, you need to head to rocketseeds.com yes. or on Instagram at rocket underscore seeds. Now, I got an old friend of mine here and a great entertainer and a great businessman, Mr. Anthony Lewis from Can't Lose Entertainment. And it's funny, Ant, because... Can't lose. Can't lose. I mean, we go back to... Blue, when I tell you we go back, were you the OG guys that grew up like with group of friends fighting each other, schools fighting each other, and, and then growing up as businessmen and seeing each other and hire, he's hired me, we're now we're talking about business, doing things together, and that's a great love life story of like seeing a, you know, like it's a good feel. It's a feel, yeah, it, like it's it a full circle. Smile, like, it's like a full circle. To sit here and, and, and to find each other on Instagram, from, from Jordan Jade. 
Jordan Jade goes, I'm with your boy Aunt Lewis, who hits me up later, a random one. Jordan Aunt Lewis? Anthony Lewis? I know Anthony Lewis. <laughs> and it's like, it's crazy. Now they're openly dating. And, you know, and Jordan Jade, we're not dating. Jordan Jade and Aunt Lewis are married now. No, no. That, no, no I met you and Joe. Yeah, oh, yeah, me and Anthony yeah, are. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. And Jordan. We're all three married now. Yeah. Jordan's beautiful. And uh, shout out to Jordan Jade. She's an amazing entertainer as well. I, I'm a fan of Jordan Jade. Is she going to be on the show? She, I, mean, I mean, on the, uh, on the concert? Uh, uh, we don't know yet if she's going to be doing anything opening up, but she's mm-hmm. definitely a social media influencer. And, and yeah. I'm a fan, and we're a fan of hers. Yeah, and it's funny that that's how hooked us up and blue i don't know if you realize that that was the tie that connected anthony and, and us back up no, together yeah know. so as we said that and before we went to break anthony i think so many people hit us up even and look at blue like you're the ceo of cannabis talk 101 wow you heard 140 i bet that just popped off overnight blue just popped it out and then yeah. tiger's a big rapper i bet he just oh he's a, he's in israel right now he just texts you huh oh i bet he's in israel because he just got all this fame so quickly or his parents got money exactly <laughs> but You're you like, nah, man we watched this kid and i love please share the story of what you witnessed of that struggle of people you think it's easy it's not easy tell That's the story of how you've seen the side too of what you've seen with see him. the thing is a lot of people talk about going beast mode you know i heard the phrase till it's time to go beast mode and the thing is, Beast Mode is not something you turn on and off. It's something you got you live with. And the thing is, he has such a strong desire to uh, to be great at something. So what he did was first he patted himself. One well, of the greatest was uh, everybody knows is uh, Wayne. That that's his Lil title. Wayne. Yeah. yeah. And then he. How do you meet with Lil Wayne? He he met him at a uh, he was on a he was on a song with uh, Fall Out Boys and Gym Class Heroes uh, for MTV Award, Awards and uh, in Vegas. And then him and Wayne started. But rapping, going back and forth, and Rain really liked him so much. Next thing you know, uh, Tiger gets on the tour bus and goes back with him to uh, Florida. He starts young, mo- uh, young Money, and the West is history. Man. Really? So just from freestyling, I don't know. He was actually... Well, he, was with, he was with the Gym Class Heroes. Yeah, but didn't he, but didn't he do... Um, well, he, I mean, working with them. Yeah, he signed to Young Money, though, right? He was. Originally, right? That was, it, I think he was, it was the Young Money West... Or no, just young money. Just I young think money. Cash Money had a Cash Money West. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, that's but he was right. young money, yeah. not cash he was young money. money. Yeah, 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 yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's his own boss now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's doing his, his own thing. Boss. Yeah, he's crushing yeah. it, man. Yeah. You know, I mean, I do. I mean, he must have sold so many damn records, that kid. He's, well, he's his catalog is so deep. I don't think people really realize how many how many uh, hits songs. he has in catalog. Like I went to Mexico, and in Mexico, in the strip clubs, all they played was Tiger. I went. I was just sitting there. I was like. Man, it's all they playing was Tiger music. Yeah, he's like the king of strip club music, or party music. For yeah, real. no, I agree. Yeah. For he's real. an anthem. You, one. Yeah, he's the anthem. Like, when you go to a strip club or uh, turn up, like like uh, certain songs you you don't hear on the radio, but you go to a concert, man, people are going crazy Crazy for that. Crazy, like uh, like what's that one song back in the day? I remember I was at a concert and uh, lap dance. Oh my god, they boom, boom, started knocking the place with. Out of control. I mean, can I get my homie and my nephew to come out on the 27th and kick it with his boy? I got to see. He's so busy. He's in Europe right now, oh, touring. Yeah. He's in Europe touring right now. So I'm just, that and bread. now I'm claiming like big boy, look what we did with our nephew. Yeah. <laughs> hey, look, you see what I Call big right did? now. You know what yeah, I mean? I mean but, but, and when I hear that, though, it's just so cool in life when you get to yeah. hear these extortions. I didn't know that that was Tiger back then. And to think that, yeah. you know, not that I had any fucking influence. Who are we kidding? But just to know right. that I was part of his but you watching never know. Seen him though. I've never seen him. How about that? Well, you never know though because like that kid. It's funny because you know, like you know, when I was growing up, I used to listen to Joe too. You know what I mean? (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Here you go. You're a grown man listening to me. You know, but no, but the thought is, is that like you never know what it is that that really. 
trigger somebody you know what i mean like you yeah. go to a you go to a radio station and you're like oh look big's there you know joe's there you know fuzz or whoever it was and and that feeling of of like all right this is where i need to be you know sometimes well, you feel it like you drives people yeah. you know <laughs> you what I mean? when you get there dog bottom line is you made it yeah and you don't never you really don't know the influence that people put on you because i mean sometimes when we say things you know it could affect somebody so much in a positive or negative way. So you have to be conscious of how you how You, you never really exactly. Yeah. That's like when we're in the position. And again, God, I never did that to Anthony. And I didn't realize that we... I mean, I realized we've been friends forever because his name's stamped in my head, Anthony Lewis. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Like sure. a, a dude I knew from... The you guys went on dude. double dates together. <laughs> well, the funnier thing is I did used to date a girl that he used to date her friend. Right, that's what I'm saying. You were on double dates. You know what I mean? At least they were talking about you guys. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Whatever happened to those girls, man? What happened? Do you know? That's a good question. You're not on IG or social media friends? You probably got to be on Facebook to find I, actually, yeah, MySpace, you mean. I think I'm friends with Rosie on, my, on Facebook, actually. Yeah. I'm possibly friends with Rosie and her, and her friends. She's That's still holding it that down? We, I mean, she was a very beautiful young lady back then, and, and she was a nice girl in her family, and I actually used to work with her family when I was younger. I had an Italian girl doing a little work there, yeah. so... It's just fun, cool East Side stories like Imperial yeah. Highway, yeah. dog. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like the neighborhoods that you grew up in. Yeah. And he grew up just on the other side of the neighborhood, but different schools, but all the same people. So yeah. it's just funny to see. And as you grow up, then you do business and we do these great things and to see your family develop and you develop. Right. And you've done so much real estate. Are yeah. you still doing real estate now? Yeah, I'm still doing some real estate. Um, you know, the market's been it's it's, it's do you think it's yeah. going to change? Super How do you high. think this market? Yeah, what's I mean, going to happen? The renters' market's so crazy right now. Thousand dollar boost and this and that. Well, it's you know, at one time, what was happening was, uh, you know, Wall Street was working with these uh, with these hedge fund stuff, and they were buying up a lot of their properties and then renting them out because they're the only ones got deep enough pockets to just buy houses and rent them. Yeah, they're the only ones to go that kind of pocket. In 08, so, they bought and, one and, of mine. <laughs> <laughs> and they're yeah, buying, the buying, buying them for a high value. Yeah. So. That's what kept the value, you know. Yeah, well, there was the bidding wars. I mean, they were like, literally, my mom was selling her house probably four months ago, five, six months ago. Six months ago, she was selling her house, and I, it was like eight, nine hundred thousand or something like that. And, and, and they bid it up to like a million, too. Cashed wow. out, yeah, too, yeah. probably. Off. Yeah, it cash offer. It was cash. Yeah, and, and the guy was buying it for his kids, oh. um, for God his kids, uh, what was he buying it for his kids to go to college in the area? Ooh. Like he wasn't even like buying it for to himself. Live there, yeah. yeah, he yeah. was like, and they were just buying it up, and they were like, "Oh, we really like the property. It's got a beautiful pool." It's and all three this miles from my kid's new college. It's going to go to. And they <laughs> bid it up, and they had like two or three solid offers, and they were like, "Oh, we're going to take one of these offers," and they were all excited. And then all of a sudden, this random dude came in and just overbid everybody. All. You know, a million two, and it was just like, damn. The you know, market's and crazy I, right now. Well, I, I'm, I, I think the interest, you know, is going up, and so I, up, I think yeah. it's going to start coming down, right? The market, you know, I mean, Not or right or now. this is going to be the new long, bottom. A long recession, maybe. A yeah. Long recession. Um, you don't think it's going to pop? I don't know. Um, I know we're in a we're about to go in a recession right now. I don't know, probably maybe I shouldn't say that on. I mean, yeah, no, no, it's what you yeah, feel. Yeah, I mean, you have, what you feel. I kinda, you have professional experience that can feel this way. You trade. You are you you public companies. You have. I mean, you you got an insight. Yeah, well, yeah, we're going to recession. Like, it's hard. It's hard. It's hard for me. I'm not really great at explaining things. I'm not that that preacher kind of guy. But preach. <laughs> Get your crypto dollar on. Yeah, well, preach. Then. Get your crypto <laughs> First of all, I think we need a stable coin. America needs a stable coin. That's yeah. what I think. Because uh, uh, Bitcoin's not backed by anything. Right. It's backed by belief. Just like most things, even the dollar's backed by belief. But at least, the, at least the dollar, the dollar is backed by treasury, gold, yeah, <laughs> yeah. supposedly. Even though, well, you know, even though, even even though the gold standard was cut in '72 by Nixon, still we right. have we have the we have a lot of the gold, and we got a lot of the gold from what World War One. Yeah, World War One when uh, Europe and 
Yeah, it was decimated after the you know, the war, the Great War. Yeah, like, don't give me Great start, Depression. Yeah, don't get me going with the oh, history. I love history. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you you think that the the market? So we're going into a depression. What does that do for the housing market, though? I mean, people aren't going to be able to afford to buy these houses. Well, we're not, and the cannabis. We're not market. going into depression, but well, did you look at the CPI? I mean, the uh, the index for unemployment. Uh, nope. Yeah, this morning, uh, you know, wasn't as good as as people expected, and and the market kind of tanked before the. Uh, it went down before uh, the market opened, the official market opened. Yeah. That, uh, yeah, it went down because I was trading. So I caught the down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I caught the down. You know, it kind of came back up a little bit, though. But um, as far as the market's concerned, you know, this is the thing. At the end of the day, there's a lot of experts that talk, but don't nobody really know the future. Right. You, can't, just be you can't predict it. Well, yeah. there's no real but you, what you can you do, What you can do is hedge against it. Yeah. yeah. That's what you can do. Yeah. You and know? when you say hedge against it, what does that mean exactly? Well, diversify your portfolio. Like, you don't have to just put it, like, as buying property. Or you, people need to be more uh, financially literate. That's really what I believe. I, th- I believe that people need to know more just about where to put their money. Yeah. Just like the government does. Government's nothing but, like, a big corporation, just like all the other governments around the world. Some are corrupt. But, yeah, for sure. You no, know, but they, they diversify, and then people invest in them. Yeah. They, they, they run on debt. Yeah. That's what they do. And that's most of everything. That's though, right? treasury, yeah. I mean, that's treasury. credit cards. That's life. That's everybody at home right now. We're living off of debt. A lot of people look. There's a way you can live off debt, that, but that's more, of, I would call it more of advanced uh, investments. But a lot of people know how to leverage debt. And that's really how you're supposed, you're supposed to leverage debt. Yeah. That's the smartest you, way to do it because now you're banking on and working on everybody you're using else's that, money. That's what the bank does. Yeah. Right. <laughs> that's all the bank does. It yeah. leverage debt. It's, you yeah. have money that you're putting in there and using it. Yeah. Isn't that funny how the game works? And then when we do it, we get in trouble for it. <laughs> <laughs> it's Cannabis Talk 101. Can't lose entertainment. And Lewis yeah. is here. We're going to come back and talk more with him. It's Cannabis Talk 101. Stay with us. We'll be right back with Cannabis Talk 101. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. 
Welcome back to Cannabis Talk 101. Folks, Advanced Nutrients has a complete growing system for cannabis that really optimizes all phases and cycles to bring your crops to their true genetic potential. Don't just believe me. Go check it out yourself. Discover more at advancednutrients.com right now. And I just want to give a shout out to everybody over here. Jan, Erica, Daniel, Cal, Christian A, Christian S, Danny P. Funk, Connor, Gabrielle, Sager, Jessica, Cash, Cam, Kimberly, Isaiah, Salar, Nadia, Ali, Pitt, and Devin, and Chris Franchino, Mark Carnes, Jennifer, and Elvis. Thank you guys all for doing what Man, you do. Without you guys, we don't have nothing. And you know what? Without you, we can't lose. And speaking of can't lose, can't lose entertainment yeah. CEO himself, Mr. Ant Lewis. It is a pleasure to have you here, Ant, because as I say to you in the suit, like when I said Mr. Can't Lose, like I went back to those events and seeing you with all these fires and everybody it's just so dope to have you sitting here right now for me for it's a real special moment says speaking of our history and this is the first time i've actually ever interviewed you on any show and even the sports shows that i've been to i never had you in the studio with me i'd always go to your events and never sit down with the promoter and interview the promoter which i would have done with other promoters but i've never done that with you ironically you know what i'm saying like we would talk about the fights and blah blah blah. we would just talk about the fights on the show and never have you on the show but we'd just talk about them i got a funny one you remember i don't know if you remember you guys talked about on the on on the radio the next day when this girl mind you i didn't i didn't usually like the the uh Budweiser, they always gave me uh, green car girls, right, uh, for sponsorship. Well, I had a friend. I <laughs> Somehow he recruited this girl, one of the girls. I don't know if it was a girlfriend of his, but he promised me somehow he got her as a green car girl. The girl had a green car. The girl had a green car start seawalking. She seawalking, her weed fell out. I remember. Yeah. <laughs> her weed fell out while she was seawalking. It was one of the best events I've ever been yeah. in my life. Drew Carey was, everybody was at Drew oh, Carey. Oh, we lost yeah. it. Yeah, she, she, she dropped it, got her weave, and ran out the wing, ring. Oh, uh, unfortunately, man. we did talk about it the next day on the radio. You're right. <laughs> but, I mean, you have to talk about an event like that yeah. that happens. I mean, can you imagine being at a boxing event and that happens? Oh, that'd be hilarious. You, you, it's water cooler it, now talk. Now it'd go viral, 100%. Oh, it would have made, <laughs> no, was entertainment. You would have been every, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That would have went so serious oh, viral. God. Because they didn't have phone uh, no. phone videos at the time. No. We had Motorola two-way no. pagers. No. Yeah, you know I mean? was like, oh my God, thank God. That would still come back and resurface. Uh, it, was, it was the funniest thing. We actually yeah. may need to stage that. Just to create it again. Because <laughs> hey. just to see it go viral would be one of the funniest things ever. You know, we used to record something. I wonder if we still have that. I have to see if I can find it. If I do, I'll bring you. Oh, that. exactly. exactly. So, you have and- footage? Yeah, I think we did. We oh, had a lot you of got footage. the footage, man. And we'll I'm, make that go viral. We need to really look at that. I'm, I'm kind of curious on the cannabis <laughs> angle on your whole events and your whole lifestyle, right? So I'm going to get to the high five and talk about your personal use. But I don't believe that when I think of Can't Lose Entertainment and the things that you've done, even from the Playboy Mansion, this and that, like I've always felt the culture has always been involved with you, meaning there was always kind of the cannabis smoking section at your event. Like, motherfuckers <laughs> was always smoking there, right? Yeah, so right, right. it ain't like, and I'm not even looking at you new, like, yeah. it ain't new with you. Right, so right, that's right. like, I'm not asking yeah, you. I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm reflecting on the events going, oh, no, those are the people there because like, we showed up and Power 106 showed up. You culture. made your events a cultural event. It wasn't right. a strictly sports boxing event. Sure. You already involved the cannabis culture because you were inviting, like, wasn't social media influencers then. No. You were just inviting cool people yeah. that were part of the culture right. that smoked and hung out and there was just an area of the which we would the call cloud. the social influence people and you were already doing that back then yeah, it was all it, my motto is is always about the people yeah it's always about the people for the people by the people huh? it's always about the people so the thing was i i wanted to have an event where people can go hang out and have a good time and you know 
we worry. We have a lot of worries in the world and things of that such. But come to the event and uh, relax. Relax for a couple hours. Yeah. Just relax for a couple hours and have a good and time. And whatever happened, have you smoked over there? Yeah, smoke if you're smoking, there. There, you know, you're smoking. You weren't worried about they can't smoke here. Hey, dog, because the Hollywood Park, you can't smoke there. There's like, a smoking area. They were smoking because the way it was so playerish and cool vibe and the way they did their thing. Like, it was different. So you were, in my opinion, now that I say this out loud, talking about it, I ain't never been to Vegas at a... You, you'd be smoking in a different area, but not at the Hollywood Park Casino. You'd be at a smoke not area. At the, not at yeah. the other one, that the, the, the other casino that you do events at in Compton. What was that casino? Crystal Park. Crystal Park, Crystal Park you do. Yeah. And I remember going to events there, and there was always the smoking section. <laughs> so that's the one cool thing, that you've always been down with the culture and seeing right. this and coming and seeing a part of this. And now elaborate on what you think about this cannabis culture and what we're doing and how you just seen it grow because you come from that era of watching it grow. Cannabis talk one on one might save the economy, man. <laughs> it, 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 honest to God, it might save the economy because cannabis is the the booming market. Like everybody calls it, the gold rush of uh, this era. Yeah. So cannabis is a, is the median is the media capital of the world when it comes to cannabis. So. Cannabis Talk 101 actually, might actually save America. Man. You know, Use that as the drop right there, folks. That's the highlight and just listen to the show. Yeah. If you don't know, now you know. Period. You know what I'm saying? That was a good line. You know, Cut that and put that on IG. You know, what's crazy is, is that, you know, it's bigger than Cannabis Talk 101. You know, it really it, is. It, it's the hemp industry. Yeah. It's the cannabis. I mean, one, you know, and I, I regurgitate this all the time is that, you know, our country never come out and say that it was medical marijuana if it wasn't medicinal, right? Mm -hmm. So there's we know no that there's not, there's Facts. no, yeah, if there's no benefits, there's no way they're going to come out and say, oh yeah, well, there's medicinal value. Sure. You know, they just don't do that. Like that's With not, anything. but they had to because social media and, and it's this true. New era, they had to because it's true. Because it's true. <laughs> and so now that, that that's happening, you know, you start looking at, um, you know, different, you know, industries that are, are evolving Houses can be made out of hemp. Ooh. You know what I mean? Cars and vehicles. The clothes the, the, that we the know. Clothing. The clothing's more sustainable. Papers. Uh, you know, the paper is is Hopefully more. Hopefully, we can get a dental and start making teeth with cannabis. Huh. It's, it's more eco friendly by using the paper. You know, uh, and, and so as you start to look at the carbon footprints and the things that are out there, you know, we've got this this machine that hemp, cannabis, and 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 now medicine is going to help so many people. And now the biggest one that's the biggest one, actually, medicine. Yeah. Medicine. That's the biggest medicine. one of everything. Well, who knows? Maybe home. I mean, actually, who knows, actually? Homes. Because sustainable can homes can give you a run at, for the money. I mean, you can, you can make right medicine now, and homes. They're making, they're making homes that won't burn down with out of hemp. Right. You know, because with, they're, they're mulching it together and they're making walls out of it. And they're, and they're creating bricks, if you will, out of hemp. That are that are more that are the more durable and more eco-friendly than a brick, out of hemp. Like you know, so so houses are being built. You know, I think Jay Leno owns the first car that's hemp. You know, uh, fully uh, made. I out think of Cheech and Chong did, and it was a, a bus. Yeah, that, they didn't, that, was, oh, that uh, wasn't uh, real. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Right, right. yeah, you know, but but the, but the, but I think there's there's a lot of uh, education that has to come with it. You know, there's a whole generation of people that are older than us 
that still think, you know, uh, Kukui, you know, that it's bad. And, and, they're, it's they're, the devil. and their opinion counts because they still hold a lot of the money in the world. Yeah. You know, because we, as you know, when we get older, we start to get smarter. We start to hold on to money longer. We start to focus on how to leverage our capital and, 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 and build things and assets and stuff like that. When you're young, you don't really think all that. You just kind of go, oh, you know, let's just spend it, you know. Yeah. And I think uh, there, there's a huge point that you made that the cannabis can help save the world, you know. And, um, you know, that's, uh, you, you know, Jack Herrera. Jack Herrera. Said that forever. Yeah, yeah Jack and, and I believe that term, like you said, Anthony. I, I don't look at what you cannabis said. Cannabis can save far fetched, and I mean, it's, well, we're a big it, asset to it for sure. I mean, Cannabis Definitely. Talk One Hundred and One is a platform that we want to highlight and point out everything, and we support the movement of medical and movement of cannabis in general. If you want to smoke a joint, that too, go ahead. But we're about the movement of the benefits of everything Blue just elaborated on, because now you're making me think. Well, hmm, could now housing make more money than the medical? Oh, housing, maybe. The housing like, market. wow. Listen, the I mean, wood it builds. The wood, think of all the stuff that it can build with it. That's a lot of stuff, different money you're making. Like yeah. right now, the, the 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 disposal of it, right? Just just like. You know, people are, farmers are throwing their stems and stuff away, but people are now buying that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So they're buying the 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 stems and the seeds and the stick, you know. They put that all, in the know, wood and help it to, if it, if it makes they, our world better. Mulch out of, well, they, like you said, so yeah, it makes the it. world better. And then making the, the better money and make the world better. It's there's everything. so many different avenues that you can make money in cannabis. And I think one of them, well, I hope the government, the government, they have a lot of rules and regulations that prevents a lot of people from getting licenses. But... The urban community is such a big part of the cannabis business, Man. and they sell cannabis, but it's, it's not legal, so they get in trouble for selling sure. the cannabis. It should be a way to <coughs> where they can help them legalize their own company in their own community, and they can give back to the, uh, people in their community and help rebuild their community through cannabis, sure. having cannabis stores. Yeah. So people that smoke cannabis, which is pretty much a lot of people, everybody, yeah. but they can go and get their cannabis there from their own store in their own community and they can use some of that money and give back to their own community. Man. And every community and should everybody's be making I mean, money. everything you just described sounds right. like the perfect, simple world of a solution of putting monies right, right into the communities, right? <laughs> like, everything you just said, if you put that in every community, right? right. Just think of the imperial community he grew up, the east right. side where we grew up. Right. It's like if our communities had our little things and those... Well, we did. Catered. We we had our little things, but the thing there is, was a neighborhood homies doing and, it and, 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 and helping the neighborhood. And that's why, like the prisoner, you know, uh, prisoner projects are so so important because we have people that are sitting in prison right now. As you know, and and I'm not you know, as other folks are out right now, you know, thriving in this industry. There's there's people that are selling cannabis right down the street, licensed legal facilities, and there's people that are sitting in prison right now for the same, same thing. thing. And that's all they've done is sold cannabis. You know, and, 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 and the same exact and, way and, and, except they're legal. Yeah. Majority of them are minorities. And so when that starts to be the facts, you know, it, it has to be addressed. Well, yeah, a lot of the people that these businesses, corporations are buying and getting these licenses and selling cannabis are not even part of the community. They don't even smoke cannabis. Right, they're, they're not never even, even thought of it. Touch with the community, yeah, never yeah. touched and, and, it. And and I go double-edged sword on that. Some days I hope it always stays in the culture, right? But then sometimes I think, well, that's part of business in any business. So a guy who's been in t-shirts for his whole life and loves t-shirts and well, clothes, you, and somebody else jumps in the game too, or someone jumps into a pharmaceutical game, or somebody jumps into the it. car game. Yeah. It's part of business game, right? Yeah. So uh, my part is. I agree with the thought and theory of I wish it stay in the culture and teach the culture to make these businesses and educate us the we minorities. Give out grants, though. But yes, there's people, but there's people like us that are businessmen yep. that can do that for the culture. Yep. and the culture and can work, work can work through us yep. to 
to uh, run their business. Well, that's what we're all yeah. trying to do, and that's why our heads were on the show together too, right now too. <laughs> yeah, let, right. We're listening, going. That's what we're trying to do for folks out there. Yeah. Well, and I, I think it comes to again, it's just being under the standing, un, getting the understanding that we we as a a, a, a soul, right? Forget mm. you know race, color, anything else. We know that the, the that right now the world still thinks that that you know the people are like oh cannabis is bad, like there's so many people that still think that it's bad and 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 it can be abused like I you know people I I, I don't I'm not well do you think, think the majority think it's bad even though it got the green vote the most you, but I hear what you're saying that's why I'm gonna counter that yeah with the green I do vote. I do I think that I just think it's a lot I don't think it's the majority I think the majority knows the I, medicinal I benefit there's three parties there's the ones that don't know about it yet that are so okay. young okay do you think that's a majority. No, the, the, well, that's the youngsters. I think the, the majority is the baby boomers. So, okay. yes, I think the baby boomer, you know, you know, it, it, although there was a lot of hippies and a lot of smokers in there, that, that, but there's still a lot of them that are in the closet because of their careers, because of, you know, what, they, what their values are or their neighbors talk about. And they live in these communities that may smoke cannabis, but they don't talk about it. You know, so like you might have in a the doctor, closet you smoker, have a doctor, right, okay. and, and that closet smoker isn't going to come out overnight and say, well, I smoke because yeah. he's a doctor. I actually can and, see that theory and, and agree with and that. And so, so, yes, I think the majority, it hasn't came out and been like, yo, but all those same folks are okay with having a glass of wine. And smoking and a joint here And secretly. that's the point, though, is, is that the, the, or smoking a cigarette. So you, you have people that are sitting here having a glass of wine going, yeah, you know, let's get a, I need my, my, my cocktail or whatever. And. That's okay. We have full-on bars. It's okay to go, but you can't smoke and you can't ingest cannabis. You can't have cocktail cannabis and bars yet everywhere. Why? There's 100 bars in, within a, a sneeze of, of, of the area. You're right really here. supporting your theory right now, and I really I see it even you, more. You know I saying? agree with it now. So it, and when that happens, though, so as the, the dispensaries start opening up, the cities have to start allowing it. The, the communities have to get behind it. And the reason the communities don't get behind it is because there's old folks that are still in politics that are saying like yo we can't let this go and they'll still bark at the meetings and we need more people to bark at these meetings that support it more to yeah. calm and those people down because it's those that are that are exactly they don't want to hear from the cats that are actually urban don't have a job and this and that and maybe using it for it. medical and they could be using it for medicine and don't have a job and you're a cancer patient and it's still not good enough for them sure but if you're a until, doctor until or a lawyer until it hits them and tells they hit their kid well, oh now well, he needs or, it or themselves right. well let me tell you a negative negative condemnation that goes with uh well, cannabis uh, dispensaries, there's a lot of robberies that take place. Yeah. And I think they just need to have better security there because sometimes it can, yeah. you know. The real the, presence. Yeah. I yeah. mean, robberies at liquor stores, too. I mean, yeah. subways. Well, what I I'm mean, saying is those are yeah. ways, you, those yeah. are reasons know, they use for excuses right. for why they right. don't have well, a no, and, and well, bottom point line, that part out. They point it out like, yeah. oh, look, there goes another well, one. Well, no, no, you no. Know? You, know what, you know what the real thing is? In my opinion, there is. It's guys like us three walking in that bothers folks, too. Mm-hmm. You know I mean? You put a dispensary in now, the image is three right. guys that look like you, right. Blue, and Joe walk right. in. Well, and, and I don't a, want but, that in my but, neighborhood is what only, folks are thinking. The only reason that they have that think. image, though, is because of the, the fact that they haven't, it hasn't opened up the world. Like I said, the doctors are still smoking. Those, and they're those, going to the dispensaries and, and, and getting and the it. Suit, the guy that looks just like him in a suit, me in a suit, you in a suit, if we walked in in suits that day, we happened to exactly. be in a suit, they're welcoming us. You know, but if you walk in there and, 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 and you see just someone walking into a place well, and you're like, oh, I'm judging them by the by the color of their skin or, or what they're dressed like today, that doesn't mean shit. Like, you know, and, I'm saying the neighborhoods, saying. and well, I, I agree with you, no, but I but feel those, like that's the The neighborhood vibe. is the problem, that, yeah. though, is that the neighborhoods where you can go get that is isn't available. 
Like, it's not in Newport Beach. Well, they don't have one in Huntington no. Beach. There's not one in Sill Beach. There's not one in, you know, in, 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 in any of these nice towns. The, the, the and that's the why. Water. The reason why I say it, well, and my theory is because of what the I said. The idea of cannabis, the conservatives, is connected with hip-hop, with the urban communities, with violence. That's true. So that has a lot to do with the world perception on cannabis. Sure. Yeah. And it's so, like, far-fetched, meaning... When people are high, it's the opposite. It's the opposite. You know what I'm saying? Like, doing we I, we all know you know. this yeah. here. You ain't doing a drive-by <laughs> high. No. Uh, you better not. You, you might shoot yourself. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I, I remember playing part. a video game one time. And uh, after the video, I, had to, I went home, right? And I was so high and paranoid. I kept looking in the back. It was uh, Resident Evil. I kept thinking there was a zombie in the back of my car about to come out and bite me. <laughs> I was paranoid. And, and that being said, we're going to get to the high five with Mr. Ant Lewis here yeah, on Cannabis Talk 101. <laughs> Can't lose entertainment, my man, my brother from another mother. How old were you the first time you smoked cannabis, and where'd you get it from? See, probably 17. Uh, I was on a recruiting trip. I think I was in uh, Washington at the University of Washington at a recruiting trip. Uh, uh, seen if I was going to go to the school there and uh, got high. Who, who, who was it gave it to you? One of the recruiters? Yeah, I don't yeah, want to say his exactly. name. He was in the NFL. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> Hold on a second. Washington, NFL, was he running back? No, nah, uh, that, that was at that time was a guy named Chris Lewis. Chris? Or was it Greg Lewis? Greg, Greg Lewis. He was a running back there at that oh, time. Okay. I was, yeah, then they, they was bringing Napoleon Kaufman. That's Coffman what I'm saying. Napoleon Kaufman. That's yeah. who I was thinking. Yeah, of. Right. He was Coffman. an NFL player. He was an NFL right? player. Yeah. Using, yeah. Cannabis using cannabis in college. And what year was that? I mean, God damn. 1900? Yeah. <laughs> we're going to date you back. Hold on, hold but damn, what else? It was probably 88? 90, uh, 91. 90, 91? Okay, because yeah, I graduated 90 year after me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was like 90, 91. That is yeah, so man. funny That's and awesome. Yeah. Question number two of the high five. What is your favorite way to use or smoke cannabis? Favorite way? When I'm with a woman. Ah. That's a good answer right there, dog. Just blaze, And, and, and the first one. How do you like to use cannabis? With a woman? Yeah. We've heard so. That was different. Man, take you to another uh, universe. Yeah. I like yeah. it. Let's sexual, find, sexual, sexual. Hey, sexual spiritual. Yeah, for sure. I, I like Man, it. Right I there. love that. Can yeah. feel the effects with Cali effects. You <laughs> yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Go ahead and use that cannabis right there. Question number three of the high five. Can't lose entertainment. Aunt Lewis, craziest place you ever used cannabis. Ooh. I don't know. I don't think no place is crazy to use cannabis. Uh <laughs> That's just great, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, okay. When I was working at a at a, a supermarket in the back, in the <laughs> yeah, freezer. Yeah, in the, I don't want the freezer, but it was back there in the back with all the boxes and stuff like that. All the took a quick and, hit. And, yeah. What what market? Hit. Where were you working at? Lucky's. Lucky's. Um, was it white? Oh, yeah. at the east side. Of east it? side. Did you, hit, did you hit? You did you hit a bowl or you smoked a joint? Did you, it was a bowl, a little just a quick rip. Yeah, it was, somebody had it that was working there. Yeah, they, they weren't doing drug tests for cannabis. Oh, back yeah, there. they care. Dude, yeah. you just remind me. I remember hitting a bowl of pipe and a meat. Sh uh, oh, I got a better idea. No, <laughs> I mean, I, I'm sorry. Show. This was the craziest time I ever just smoked, and this is probably why we lost the game in UNLV. The night before the game, uh, I smoked and I was hecka high. I was so high I was elevating out of my head. During the, uh, uh, when the defense was going over the um, defensive scheme for the next day. Yeah. I don't even remember what they were talking about. I had to put a hat on and had my hat so low so nobody could see my eyes. Yeah. San Jose Spartans finest. <laughs> and I don't remember what the coach talked about yeah. the, uh, before the game when we lost. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I wasn't the only one high in there. Yeah, oh, I'm sure you were. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was question. That's good. Question That's a good number one. four of the high five. What is your go-to munchie after you get high? Round table pizza. Ooh, I'm having that tonight. 
Story and King round table. Round table. What do you have? Hey, what you guys had your own round table too after the games? Yeah. We all had them. Everyone yeah. did. Was, well, what, actually, we should go to Mountain Mike's, but you know. Yeah. What was your, uh, what do you put on your pizza? Oh, it's a uh, King Arthur's. The King Com- Ar- combination. The combination. The, com- the King Arthur's. Arthur's. Look at them. Man. That's one of those I like places. their twists too, those those twists. The, and those the, potato yeah. things they did with yeah. the little bacon on. Oh, Round table got the last honest pizza. Yeah. Real cheese, the honest real, pizza. He said the last sauce. honest that's pizza. That's what it's been in the commercial. It's oh, is one that what of, they say? Oh, yeah. no, that's the logo. That's the slogan. And it's funny because when I eat that Man, pizza, I always like it. Exactly, right? Can we get a pizza over I go light cheese, extra sauce. Nice. Oh, I go heavy cheese. Question yeah. number five of the high five right here with Ann Lewis. It's so great to have you here, brother. But if you could smoke cannabis with anyone, dead, dead or, or alive, alive, who would it be and why? Oh, shoot. Dead or alive. Abraham Lincoln. Why Abraham Lincoln? He was, uh, he was highly intelligent. He did uh, a lot of lectures. I'd like to talk to him about some of his lectures yeah. that he had with uh, the emancipation of... Uh, yeah. Maximum uh, proclamation, proclamation, of emancipation, yes, right. emancipation, proclamation. What was that? I remember that. What was that? Uh, Abraham Lee was a good old man. Jumped out the window with his in his well, hand. Well, I just like to talk to him about the eighteen hundreds. I think I mean the nineteenth century. I think the nineteenth century set the tone for today. It's funny you say that because I believe history. Those who know history can help predict the future, and those who know the you know history can help shape it. Like when we asked you about the thing, both of you guys are very educated in home sales. That's why I like to hear both of yeah. you guys' uh, opinions to back up those who know history. Mm. And I agree with a lot of those things. And not only that, to even go crazier, let's just look at it from the fucking minority standpoint of looking at what's happened then and how right. much of a difference is it really? Right. Well, th- yeah. Let know, alone the housing, yeah. the this and that. But I mean, a lot of things have changed some for the better. And I love this country to death. But when we really look at that time, folks, a lot of the things that happened in that time are still relevant today. It's so in peril. Like, the parallel is like, whoa. That's not done yet. And that was in the 18. That's when it happened. That's when we started, what, freeing the slaves? And then it just really came this, like... Was we really free, though? Exactly. But, and now yeah. look what's going on now, folks. And when you it look just, at that it time... It manifested as something That's else. what I'm saying. It's just yeah. different. And when you look at the police system that came and how the police right. system came from that, from that time of era, that's when the police system was formed. Yeah, he, uh, he, you know, he was part of the, uh, the Mexican Revolution. He fought in that. Yeah, he, uh, you know, so it was a lot of things he did. He's a very interesting man. I would like to talk. I would like to have spoke to him. Sometimes I act like I'm in a round table. I talk to all these uh, intelligent men. Yeah, you know, uh, you know Einstein. You know, Einstein was a German. Yeah, you know, during the, uh, the German War and stuff. And you he, know, he was I, against. He was Jewish, but he was against the uh, war. Must he, have been tough for him, yeah. German Jewish. Yeah, yeah. I, I believe he got out of there yeah. though. But uh, sure. yeah, there's yeah. a lot of people I like to talk. I sit on a round table in my mind and talk to. Yeah, and talk to about different events in. in uh, in the world and things, but I'd love to see them with cannabis now. See yeah. how they would how they would respond to that. You know, I'm I'm sure they smoked cannabis. I mean, if you look at like George Washington, he used to smoke. You know, and and it openly. And Didn't he have a, far, a hemp farm? Yeah, George he had Washington a, had a hemp, had a hemp farm, hemp farm, right? Farm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and and so it, I think a lot of these people did smoke. And again, so cannabis has only been illegal, and a lot of people don't know this for 30 years. So mm-hmm. for prior to the last 30 years. You know, it was actually not illegal. And so for 300 years, it was used as medicine. It was right. used for sustainable products. It was the used Native for clothing. Americans. Yeah. The Native Americans. I mean, we used it for so much. And then all of a sudden in the last, uh, you know, uh, 30 years, they have made it, deemed it taboo, taboo and, and, and everything else. And that's how about cocaine? Yeah, the, the, the leaf. Yeah, they used to use it in Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola. Leaf, yep, mm-hmm. exactly. That, that's it, right? It was a cola, cocaine, 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 Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola you used to use the Coca-Cola. cocaine in the in the. In they used to use the cocoa leaf in yeah. their right. soda. Yes. Right. Yeah, right. I think it started out of Spain. Oh, really? Yeah, the, the, there was a uh, the who made cocaine or 
made it. I think the guy, it was a, it was a um, scientist out of Spain who started it. Really? I yeah. thought it was Colombia, well, but I don't know. Yeah. 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 No, it <laughs> is Friday. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. It's Friday somewhere. <laughs> What's 23 years? I'm ready to party now. Yeah, let's break it <laughs> right now. And is there anything else you want to talk about, Doug? I'm just so glad you joined us and yeah, we slapped man. hands because I believe uh, a few things, folks. You might be hearing more from him and, and hearing about talking with him. Yeah, Ant, we're talking some big stuff. Ant's here. talking with us off air on some a lot of great things that you've done in your career that now, like I said. Diversifying in the cannabis business. Yes. So we're going to be doing a lot yeah. of talking. So hopefully you guys see me in the near future and get used to me in the cannabis world. I'll be here. I, I cannabis feeling. 101. Cannabis Talk 101 will be the big one of the biggest media companies in the world. I believe it. You heard, you heard it first here. Yeah, that's right. Hear him now, believe it <laughs> later. Let's go. Well, there it is, guys. It's Cannabis Talk 101. And remember this. If no one else loves you, we do. Don't believe me. Just watch. Uh. Thank you for listening to Cannabis Talk 101 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.